Welcome to Scare Talk, a horror movie podcast for horror fans. This podcast will cover horror movie reviews, ratings, and rankings. Now for your hosts, Danny and Joel. <laughs> Alright, this is Scare Talk. I am here, or I am Danny, and I'm here with <laughs> I'm here with Jester Joel. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? Uh Joel is a jester today because we're gonna talk to my favorite clown. Uh, we've yes. got Art the Clown on the line here, uh, David Howard <laughs> Thornton. How's it going? Hey, doing pretty well. How are y'all doing? Doing good. Yeah, good. doing well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I am super excited to be able to talk with Art himself. Um, <laughs> we've, you know, I'm a big fan of the Terrifier film. Uh, we haven't officially reviewed that one yet. No, um, how dare you i know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, we've mentioned it numerous times <laughs> mm-hmm. but have not yeah. reviewed it yet we were waiting for that second film to come out um before Aren't reviewing the first one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um we've we've had our podcast for almost two years now so we're we're Sweet. waiting for that uh for that second film then we'll definitely uh dive into the first one oh um, that'll be fun yeah. So, okay. So I want to know, uh, David Howard Thornton. Do you go by Dave? Mm-hmm. David? What yeah, do you, go you can by? call me either. Okay. Dave, David works either way. I answer to both. Mr. Thornton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, that, that sounds weird to me. Oh, I'm like, oh, God, that makes me sound old. <laughs> like, I feel like a teacher again because I used to be a teacher. So I'm like, oh, God, Mr. Thornton. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Flashbacks uh, to my old life. <laughs> Art the clown, the teacher. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, imagine that now. Oh, boy. Well, he doesn't talk, so that, that'd yeah. be yeah. Uh, He just teaches human anatomy. Teacher. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, so tell us about yourself. What uh, What are you up to? So Give us some background on you. Well, right now, I'm not up to a lot. I'm kind of on a break. I just finished a big, huge convention season, so I, I'm on break until February, so I'm enjoying that. I might nice. be doing some uh, pickup shoots for Terrifier 2, and um, maybe some stuff for another film I've been doing called Stream, but between now and then, I'm kind of enjoying some downtime, catching up with some movies, TV shows, and video games right now, so I'm not complaining. Okay. Awesome. So is acting your, your day job or do you, do you have a, it is. yeah. All right. Awesome. It is now. Yeah. It, I, I waited tables here in New York for about 13 years. So this is a nice change of pace. It just terrifier kind of changed all that for me. So I'm very, very grateful. Awesome. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. You said you were a teacher. What did you teach? I, I taught elementary school. I, I have a degree in it. I, I was, I was in my internship. And then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I want to be a, an actor. It's like I, I lost my mom the year before to cancer, so that kind of changed uh, my whole perspective on life. And I was like, yeah, I, well, there's a lot more out there in the world I want to do instead of being, you know, pigeonholed and you know, just you know, placed in yeah. the classroom for the rest of my life teaching. And you know, I was like, yeah. I, I want to go do some cool stuff, and I'm glad I did that now. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to hear that about your mom. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's almost twenty years ago now. But you know, this is like it's it's that was one of those um, 
catalyst, I guess you could say, for my life, though. It's just right. like, as, as tragic as it was, it was really something that started me on a new path in life. So it's like, I, mm-hmm. in a weird way, I'm kind of grateful for okay. it. Yeah. It's just like, I always kind of wonder where my life would have been if she had survived instead. So mm-hmm. it's just like, it's one of those things you, you, you figure out how to turn a really bad part of your life into something positive. Right. Yeah. Right. It's um really funny to hear that you were a teacher. To think of uh Art the Clown <laughs> as a teacher yeah. is uh terrifying. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's do long division class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's really funny. Um you know, I gotta say, uh, you know, that we haven't seen you in person, just pictures, but um you know, seeing you like the real you, I mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what I envisioned art the clown looking like in real life but <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i envisioned you so no it's I'm, really I'm such funny. a geek <laughs> <laughs> I, I i'm just a tall skinny geek and like i i don't look threatening at all right, right. walk onto the street so like oh people are like ah oh, he's no it, 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 that's what i always think is funny when people are like oh my god you're so scary and then they meet me in real life and like that's that's just you. I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm the clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what people, you know, what I would think he should look like, but, um, yeah. But yeah oh, I, so. I definitely don't have the imposing frame of like, you know, CJ Graham or uh, Kane yeah. Hodder, you know? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, okay. So did you do any acting, uh, that we might know, uh, before? playing art i did um you if um i i toured for about five years with how the grinch stole christmas the musical mm, so nice. i was all over the united states between like uh 2010 and 2014 so if you saw the grinch on tour you might have you probably saw me on stage okay so you were the grinch i assume i was his understudy i oh, was also oh, okay. grandpa who though so oh, I, okay I, I, yeah oh. so uh, our Grinch was the amazingly talented Stephen Carl, who was uh, Robbie Rotten from the show Lazy Town. Okay. And unfortunately, he passed away from cancer a few years ago as well. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I learned a lot from him. I, I put a lot of um, what he taught me into art because mm-hmm. Stefan was, you know, uh, professionally trained in this style of comedy, especially, you know, physical comedy, clowning and all that kind of stuff. So he, he was able mm-hmm. to take me under his, you know, wing and really fine-tune the skills that I had been, you know, accruing during my whole entire life as an actor. And he's like, okay, this is, I like what you're doing, but this is how to make it better. Mm. And so I, I had a lot of those moments on set, like how Stefan approached the scene. And I'm like, okay, I know exactly what I'm going to do with art here. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, yeah. So a great mentor. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was going to ask you about the, the mime almost acting that you were doing and uh, mm-hmm. some of that clown acting if you, you know, had prior experience. So it sounds like you had a mentor in that department. Yeah. I, I never had like, there's some weird rumor out there. People saying I'm professionally trained as a mime. I'm like, no, 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 no. I never <laughs> went to school for any of that. I, I, I didn't even go to school for acting. I, I'm just a lifelong mm-hmm. student. I, I, I learned from actually being on stage. I, uh, I learned from yeah. just watching my betters, both in movies and being on stage with them. That's how I learned. Usually. And so I don't really have, you know, a lot of people have different, you know, schools of you know thought that they went to for acting like meisner and all that kind of stanislavski method and all that kind of stuff i'm like i i just have my own style i just developed myself over the years yeah 
All right, awesome. Well, we are loving the style that you bring to art. It's uh, yeah, it's definitely. it's so much fun to watch. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, so uh, Terrifier, I think uh, you know, for anyone listening who doesn't doesn't know, it's a uh, about a basically on a Halloween night, uh, clown stalking and killing a uh, few women. I mean, that's that's pretty yeah. much the the, the that's, gist that's of the story. Basically, the whole entire story right there. Is, <laughs> we're we're not very heavy on plots. So. No, 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 not not yet. Um, <laughs> no, not yet. No, that's, we're, yeah. we're like so many other classic slashers from back in the day. It's right. Just like you know, what what was the plot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre? What was the plot right. of you know mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. those films? Is just like yeah, there's it's really just the killer goes around killing people, and it's like okay, yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Um, it definitely has a, a throwback feel, um, yeah. even the way it's filmed and, you know, some of the lighting and colors that are used and the yeah. score and all that, um, mm-hmm. definitely has that like eighties kind of vibe to it. Oh yeah. Um, that, that was purely intentional too. It was our love letter to the genre. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely, uh, you can definitely tell. So, um, but I do want to ask you about, uh, becoming art, the clown, mm-hmm. because, you know, there's makeup, um, I, oh, yeah. I assume there's <laughs> a lot of makeup and a lot of uh. No, that's just him. That's yeah, just <laughs> yeah. He actually uh, does look like that normally. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, you know, I just made a deal with the devil, and it's like, right, here yeah. you go, here's your face. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> this is uh, perfect for radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, so how? What's that process like? Is that you know super yeah. brutal or? What's it like? It, it was at first because we were, you know, discovering a lot of that our, ourselves. So we we it originally took about four hours to put my makeup on, but now we've gotten it down to about an hour and a half to two hours. Oh, okay. And it's it's just nice. one big huge uh, prosthetic piece that's glued to my face. And what what <laughs> saved us a lot of time is Damien's now painted the mask before putting it on me. That's what usually took a long longer time oh. to do that so it's like it's he just adds the final touches with the, the black paint on there with the eye makeup and the eyebrows and the nose and the mouth mm-hmm. but it, it's just one big huge piece that's glued to my face is it's, uh, the first two films we made it out of a gelatin mask which was a pain in the butt because it gelatin dissolves very easily if liquids get on it and mm-hmm. the prosthetic teeth that i wore would make me drool all the time Mm-hmm. And so that would destroy the mouth area, especially because I'm making big facial expressions. So that would stretch out yeah, and yeah. crack the makeup very easily. So we're always having to constantly touch up the mouth area. I mean, sometimes it would just be falling to pieces. We're holding it together with like bits of paper and stuff like that. By the end, we're like, well, we'll just throw blood on it so people don't notice the cracks and everything. And hopefully, oh, so, so yeah. <laughs> but um, we we with the the conventions and a few days of filming near the end, we started using a uh, foam latex mask, which is a lot lighter and it holds up so much better with the. Uh, with the makeup it's like we we barely have to retouch it now it's like i love it so much more <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah so once you get that on you're like stuck for for the rest of the day Hours. i assume yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm pretty much in that for the duration of the day so i'm, I'm sometimes in it for like you know 16 plus hours oh my so, gosh wow 
Yeah, it, it, it kind of kills the skin after a while. I felt like I was going through puberty again because I started breaking out and like pimples and so I'm like, oh god, I'm hitting. Oh, not this part of my life again. No, no. But yeah, it's it's those things you deal with though. It's just it's worth it though because I'm like the makeup looks fantastic and I I, I don't mm-hmm. think the character yeah. would be nearly as effective without that look. No, yeah, absolutely. Um. I have an Art the Clown mask hanging up in my in my house. Um nice. from uh Trick or Treat Studios. They that yes. was one of the only ones I could find. Um but yeah, they we, did a we have good that job. one. Yeah, we we have the we have the Trick or Treat Studios, which is the more, you know, economical mask, I guess you could say. It's and then we have the Immortal Mask, which is that six hundred dollar silicone mask, which is an amazing mm. mask. Ooh, that's pricey. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. always amazed when people have bought that one. I'm like, wow, you really are a super fan. <laughs> but I mean, it's a very well made mask too, so I, I can't. But even the mm. Trick or Treat Studio mask for the the cost, it's yeah. a great mask. Yeah, I I was just happy to find one. So um, mm-hmm. you know, Terrifier has really taken off, become quite a cult following here. Yeah, yeah, we weren't expecting any of that. <laughs> it was like we were just like, well, we think we made a fun movie, but who knows what other people think? Because we you know we were just a very, very, very low budget independent film. So we're mm-hmm. like, well, who knows if anybody's even going to see this thing? So it's like now we we just like this past week we got mentioned on Dragula on mm. on T. I was like, holy crap! Wow, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. A horror movie is only as good as their. Uh as their villain <laughs> right and art yeah. is definitely a uh, an iconic um an iconic villain he's definitely up there with mm-hmm. with the greats in my opinion like um as far as like you know not speaking for a character that doesn't talk mm-hmm. you say everything like your expressions mm-hmm. are just they're i <laughs> yeah I, the first time <laughs> i watched the movie <laughs> i couldn't keep my my eyes off of you when you're on screen because you're so unpredictable and like Thank what you. you were thinking and everything. And it's just, <laughs> um, yeah, you're definitely, uh, art. The clown is definitely an iconic nice. horror character for sure. <laughs> yeah. I remember, um, my stepson, uh, he was, uh, probably 12 at the time. Yeah. I think he was 12. Mm-hmm. Um, he had seen like, you know, it's, it was on Netflix at the time and he had mm-hmm. seen, uh, you know, the cover. And, um, then he showed me the, uh, trailer and I was like, Oh my gosh, this, this looks really brutal <laughs> and like kind of cool. And, but you know, he's 12. I was like, eh, I don't know if I want you to watch it right now. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're a little young. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of how I discovered it. And, uh, I remember putting it on and watching it and that diner scene, the like pizza yeah. place where you're sitting in the, uh, in the booth across and, making all these expressions and <laughs> and just like these different looks and i remember i i don't know if you remember Joel but i took a picture of the tv and i was like this is awesome like <laughs> it was just so much fun to uh to watch and like laugh like it was it it made me laugh um but like in an uncomfortable way like this is creepy yeah, which right. is good yeah, that's what sure. we wanted we it's like that's what i like about it is like you're laughing at things that you shouldn't necessarily necessarily be laughing at and yeah. i i think that makes yeah. you really think about yourself I'm like, what is wrong with me i should not be laughing at this but it's 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 so morbid but yeah. fun at the same time and it's so I, I think that's why so many people love Freddy Krueger so much back yep. in the day, and, and Chucky mm-hmm. as well. It's like they're 
they're funny, but in a morbid kind of way. And it's like, you, yeah. you, you, you don't want to cheer for them because they are the bad guy, but you can't help but not cheer for them because they're so charismatic and fun to watch. And that's, yeah. Yeah, that's what I definitely <laughs> wanted to bring to art. And it was, that's what I like about the character so much. He's like a blend of all of these great horror villains that came before him. He's a little bit of every single one of them, but it's mm-hmm. like you, you, you kind of combined that, you know, that the ferocity and the silence of like Jason and Mike Myers with the care, uh, the charisma of like Freddie and Chucky. And then you have like this sadism of, you know, pinhead and like mm-hmm. the cannibalistic nature yeah. of, you know, Leatherface and all that. And it's, 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 it's 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 I, I think that's why he resonates so well with people because he's a little bit of everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't really put that connection together. That's so true. Um, you know, I'm trying to like put my finger on like what about art is so enthralling, and um, yeah, that totally makes sense. There's a little he's bit everybody. of everybody. <laughs> yeah. Plus, yeah. clowns are just kind of fun to watch anyway. They you know, yeah. they, they should they should mm-hmm. always be capturing your attention. That's you know their purpose, but you know. I, yeah. I like I like kind of view art as the anti-clown in a lot of ways because you know clowns their purpose is to bring joy and amusement and laughter to people you know and yeah. to, you know they're there to you know, cheer people up and make them have fun it's like art is there to bring <laughs> pain and misery to people for his yeah. own enjoyment and amusement yeah. and I, I think that's really that's pretty messed up. Like he, he's one of these, because usually when you see these killers in these movies, they're just kind of going through the paces. They're or they're really angry and stuff like. That. Art's doing it because it's just fun. Mm-hmm. He's just yeah. having a blast doing. It. He revels in his mayhem, and I, I, I think that's just he's kind of he's kind of like the Joker in that way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. That that diner scene is probably the best scene in the in the movie. Um, just because oh yeah, I love that scene. It's <laughs> yeah, it's just there's there's so much in that one scene that um, with with your character, just you coming mm-hmm. into the diner, you've got your bag over your shoulder, <laughs> um, which we never fi- find out what's in that bag. I don't, I don't. Well, you do the weapons. Do. <laughs> oh yeah, the weapons. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's like that. And, that was so great about that scene is that you you. You see every aspect of that character mm-hmm. in that scene. Yeah. You don't need all this exposition explaining who he is, why he does what he does, and all that. You just see that, and you're like, you know everything you need to know about the character. Mm-hmm. And it's without any real dialogue from him. Yeah, so it's just like, yeah, yeah you just you just, <laughs> you know exactly what he's about from that scene. And it's I, I I think Damon was brilliant with the way he developed that scene. I'm like, that's that's great. You you, you don't have to explain a lot. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so, as far as the film itself, did you have input in like the story writing, you know, things like that, or were you just kind of playing art? I just for the first film, I, I had no input. All that was written before I even auditioned for the role. So, it was, okay. But while we're doing the scenes, um, because you know I, I'm one of these actors I like to play around and experiment especially with comedy and you know I, I like to do different punchlines do different takes and see what works best yeah and so Damien would let me do that from time to time he's like you know sometimes he knew exactly what he wanted for the scene the other times he's like yeah go ahead and play and especially with the diner scene he let me play a lot with that <laughs> he gave me a lot of freedom but for part two 
now that he knew my style and everything, we, we collaborated a lot. We would bounce ideas off of each other and, you know, you know, do that. And then he wrote some scenes in part two specifically kind of like the diner scene where he was just like, okay, this is the setup for the scene. But he didn't want to actually say what I do because we're like, we'll just figure that out when we get into the actual environment and see yeah. what you have to work with there around you. And I'm like, that's awesome. So when we filmed those scenes, I just got to play. Yeah. It, it will do, yeah. do so many takes. So we probably have, you know, the, the films probably could be three times longer than it actually already is because of all the extras that we have of me just experimenting. <laughs> you know, all these different takes on scenes. It's just like we have some great stuff, but we had to cut some stuff out because of time and stuff like that. But it's just like, oh man, if we could just leave everything in there, yeah, <laughs> it'll yeah. be it'll be an epically long movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing it's it. it's about two hours right now as far as yeah. uh, the runtime. Yeah, it's, and there's really nothing else we can cut without it sacrificing the rest. You know, important things for the rest of the film because everything's connected in different yeah. ways. So it's just okay, like, oh, you, you know. know more as long as you better, keep the right? audience, in, yeah, exactly. You, you keep the audience engaged; they're going to be happy. And like we're 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 mm-hmm. so used to like three hour plus Marvel movies now, anyway. Right, so right. It's like it, yeah, people sat through the Snyder cut in one sitting. So it's like hey, <laughs> yeah, you know, people sat through Midsummer, and I'm like, <laughs> it's just like that's a long, long movie, and it's it's a slow paced movie. And Terrifier is yeah. not slow paced at all. It's like I think the longest lull we have in the movie without anything crazy over the top happening is maybe seven minutes <laughs> so because we it. have but you have to have those lulls in those you know so people have a chance to breathe <laughs> right, it's like yeah. oh and <laughs> you can't just constantly just keep hitting them with over the top stuff and you know horrible horrible scenes of death and stuff like yeah. you have to you know yeah. you just get desensitized <laughs> so you have to find that fun balance in there and i think damien's done very well with that great great Lo- really looking forward to that yeah, it's definitely um, not going to feel like two hours, so I can tell you that. <laughs> okay, okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so in the first film, you do a lot of uh, funny stuff. So there's, you know, you get hit or something, and then you're you're acting as if you're screaming, but you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's times when you're <laughs> acting as if you're laughing and, you know, pointing and... Um, mm-hmm. you know, you have a little, uh, tricycle or a little bike that you ride around on. And... Oh God, that bicycle. <laughs> that thing was so much fun. That was probably the funniest night on set. We, we were so delirious because that was maybe night number four off of you know, so many nights back to back with no sleep. And so we were just all extremely giddy and delirious that night. And we had the hardest time getting through that because we we're all just laughing so much because I, I kept falling. <laughs> like when you see me crash into the staircase, that's that was a real crash that Damien decided to keep in because he just thinks it's hysterical. <laughs> it, awesome. it just makes art more real and relatable too because he's, he's yeah. not a perfect guy, so he he messes up at times. So it's like, oh, great, he crashed into this thing. He's like, uh oh. <laughs> it was so much fun. Oh my yeah. god! I, and that, that's the stuff I love is those little moments like that. Yeah, that's that's what I love too about art. You know, obviously the creepiness and the the look and everything, but then the fun that is thrown oh, in there. It's also it's so just sadistic. one of those. It, it's so <laughs> sadistic and random because here he's in the middle of just chasing his victim. He, I mean, he had just been wearing someone's body parts over him, <laughs> and he's like, he is so freaking confident and cocky because he's yeah. got that whole entire building locked down, all chained up and everything. So he knows. Victoria's not going to escape from him. It's like, 
hey, I found this little bicycle. I'm going to fuck around and ride this thing. <laughs> Wee! I love it. It's just... It's just so random. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love it. I just love it. He's just like, yeah, I know. I'm going to have a little fun right now before I get back to the chase. Yeah. It's uh, psychological, too. It, yeah, it really, it really uh, is. messes with your head. And, and that's what I think is fun about him, too. He likes to try to break people down mentally, too. He's not just mm -hmm. about killing people. He wants to really break people down mentally, especially his main victim. He... he like, you know, originally it was with um, Jenna's character, Tara, mm -hmm. where he was trying to break her down mentally. And, you know, especially, you know, he gets her best friend and, you know, yeah, you know, does that horrible <laughs> yeah. stuff to her while she's tied up to a chair. And it's just like, yeah, yeah One it's of the like, most you brutal do that. Probably. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he does oh, mess with her. Oh, just you wait. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, nice. oh okay. just you wait till part two. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he definitely messes with her. He, uh, you know, has her in the yeah. chair, and then he pretends like he's gonna hit her with, with the uh, hammer, the mallet, or whatever he's holding. Yeah, um, a number numerous times. And, yeah. yeah, the little. Oh, we axe. we did so many different takes on that too. It was like, I did a lot of funny takes. Uh, we did two different types of takes for that. We did some serious takes, which we actually put in the the film, but we also did some where I was just being very clownish and doing funny things with the different weapons I was bringing out. But there's like this one that looked kind of, it was like a rod with this big, huge metal spike on the end of it. So it looked kind of like a golf club. So I did the whole Johnny Carson golf swinging bit with her kneecap. Like I was going to go oh hit her gosh. kneecap with it. And, and I was like, ha ha. You know, all that. And it's like, yeah, I mean, as, as much fun it was like, they're like, this is just too funny for such as, you know, what we're about to do. So right, like, yeah, right, we need to go more yeah. serious right now. I'm like, ah, that's fine. But hey, we had options. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, what was that scene like? <laughs> cold. Very, very cold. It's like, because we filmed all of Jenna's stuff first in New Jersey because she had to leave us to go uh, film the Bye Bye Man. So we did oh, all okay. her stuff first, and we had a change of location, and it was about two months later we filmed the rest with Catherine with her hanging upside down. And that was done in a room that had no heat in the middle of January during like 20 degree weather. Wow. Oh, wow. It was miserable. <laughs> it was so miserable, especially for her. I mean, I was in full costume and I was yeah. freezing and she's yeah. upside down naked covered in this blood that makes it even yeah. colder. And uh -huh. it, yeah. that was just miserable. And it was just like, you know, it's very dangerous what we're doing. We'd only have 30 seconds of time to film with her because it's so dangerous to hang a person upside down for, you know, 45 seconds even. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we'd have to swing her up. So we had to do everything. It was very, very stressful. And so we did that, and we're glad to finally get that done. Then, then we filmed with the the prosthetic that I actually got to cut through, and that was a lot more fun. That was, you know, no stress that night. It was just like, yay, I get to cut through this thing with an actual <laughs> hacksaw and have fun. Yeah. So that was that was more fun. That was more fun. But yeah, all the stuff with Catherine is like everybody was just so worried about her safety and all that, and with her trying to keep her as comfortable as possible. And yeah. she was such a trooper for that scene too, because you know that was, I mean, for one, she's in a very vulnerable state in a room full of guys. Yeah, that's yeah. you know that's got to yeah, be a that's... very like oh type thing is. And, you know, plus it was just miserable for her, too. It was just like, that's not very comfortable. And she actually got sick afterwards, and she had a lot of inner ear problems. Oh, even no. as safe. Like, I think it, like, displaced her eardrum. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, she, yeah, she had to go to the doctor about it. It was like, oh, God. But, I mean, 
that's why I, I consider her to be the MVP of the first film. It's just like, wow, she, she went up and beyond for that. And it's because she mm-hmm. knew what that kill scene was going to be. It's like a lot of people, you know, other people were approached for the role as well. And a lot of people turned it down because they're like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's a very risque <laughs> scene. It's very, very out there. And Catherine people saw People got to remember and, it though. That's, you oh, know. exactly. <laughs> And that's what Catherine saw it as. She's like, this is going to be one of those scenes that people are going to remember. This is yep, going to be yep. an iconic scene. I want to be part of this. I want to be part of history here. And and she she just knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Went all out mm-hmm. on it. No complaints. Just total champ with that scene. I was like, I, I tip of my tiny hat to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that scene is brutal. Um, mm-hmm. and wow. Yeah. You, you know, you watch the movie and you don't, you don't really, um, take into consideration all the, uh, risk involved there yeah. with, uh, yeah. you know, I didn't even think of her hanging upside down for long periods of time. Um, I can't yeah. do that like that. That would, yeah, that'd be a deal breaker for me. <laughs> um, now okay. do that naked. No. Nope. Yeah. No, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Lots of, lots of props to her. For that, yeah. yeah, um, and you know, I was surprised watching it that uh, Tara dies so quickly. I was yeah. thinking she was gonna be the uh, the final girl throughout the movie. Yeah, we we pulled yeah, a psycho. Pulled, yeah. I was just about to say, you kind of pulled like a psycho thing there, where mm-hmm. you're following one character for like half the movie, and then that character dies. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Are we following yeah. out? <laughs> yeah. Everybody thought she was like Besides, gonna be like the Sydney Prescott of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was a uh, you know, pulled the rug from under us. That was cool. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. We we knew that was going to get a lot of hate from people because people love the character too because she's such a strong character. It's yeah, like, I did. Oh like her. my god, mm-hmm. you just killed her. But that's why I feel you Art her killed her off five times. <laughs> yeah, Art finally got done with her. He's like, I, I'm not going to mentally break you. You're too strong mentally. I I can't break yeah. you. Yeah. I'm done. You're no fun anymore. Bye bye. <laughs> You might beat me, so get out yeah. of here. Um, like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it shoots her so many times in the face. Yeah. Oh, it's just—I I love that. I love that too because it's like he runs out of bullets, and that's where he's so human in that that scene where he's just like he gets so frustrated. It's like, ah, yeah. son of a. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get upset. Stay there. I'll be back. <laughs> It's just, uh, it's, uh, I love it. I love it. And I, I think that's why people like the character art too. He's he's fallible. Mm-hmm. He, he has those moments. He has he's he's relatable in that way. It's just like yeah, yeah. He, he can. He's human in that in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Um. So there's this homeless lady in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm a little like uh, confused as to what her role is is she just yeah. she just there for you know a side character or is there going to be something about her in the second movie that we're wondering I, I, about I wouldn't necessarily say about the second movie there might i'm like this is the character i i keep talking to damien about i'm like i want to flesh this character out more yeah and you know because mm-hmm. I, I i feel like there's there's an interesting dynamic between the two of them. yeah yeah like, absolutely I, I, yeah I kind of feel that she 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 knows art in a way. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I was getting. That yeah, they have some like sort she, of history. 
Yeah, I, that's what I feel, and I would love to see us explore that. But, you know, that's all up to Damien. I, I have yeah. some fun ideas for it, and, you know, her and baby Emily. Yeah, it's just like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think there's there could there could be something there. Okay. So like, I I hope Damien takes me up on my idea about that all. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. He like you know she hugs you and you're like sucking your thumb and. So- mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I love so that random. The, there are so many ways to read that scene, and it's just like you know, people are like, did she actually get to art and like touch his human side or something like that, and and. But I kind of look at it because that's one of those things I talked to Damien about. I was like, so how, how, what is the purpose of this scene? And I'm like, I, he's like, yeah, no, he's luring her in. Mm-hmm. He's like, he knows her weakness, right. that motherly instinct there. And he's like, let's just play that up. And I'm going to, you know, this is how I can really lure this woman in so I can attack her now. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, gotcha. yeah he, he's he's smart that way. Yeah. Yeah, it's that psychological aspect to to art. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it makes sense for him to do that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So uh, there is the uh, ending of mm-hmm. Terrifier, where we, you know, obviously you get uh, supposedly killed, and um, I really like the uh, what was the line at the end? Something about getting a cheeseburger or uh, the bacon yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like a uh, you know, like a croissant or something like that with bacon with a side of bacon yeah yeah <laughs> something with bacon it's just like yeah <laughs> it was, it's yeah yeah it's funny um, oh it's, it's so funny it's just like i love that line it's just it's something i like to joke about or, or around with uh the, the actor Corey that plays him because i'm like yeah. it's 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 one of those lines that's kind of like what, but it's like it's also such a real line too. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's that's yeah. what I kind of like about a lot of the dialogue in this. It's like actually real dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's like these are actually yeah. things people will say to each other. Yeah, so, yeah just give me some bacon. Well, the whole thing also is like once you you know see seeing a you know a baby nuked in microwave, it's like nothing really bothered like. But that's something that's actually yeah. happened, and just like, oh wow, that that's actually comes from a real like a uh, real world incident, and right? Like that oh, did happen. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then he <laughs> unzips the body bag, and Art's just there, like with this crazy face, and um comes at him. Yeah. So, uh, but then we learn at the very end that the the sister, she's the girl that was at the beginning with the mm-hmm. uh, deformed face. Correct. Um, so that face that she has is really crazy. So was that oh, a yeah. prosthetic or was that all like, what was that? Oh, that's her real face. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that's definitely prosthetic. That's, okay. yeah, it's like poor Samantha because like the day she filmed all that, she was so sick too. She had like mm. the flu or something like that. So she's like sweating profusely and just, oh man. And she can't see when she's wearing that either. So it's just like, oh my God, how miserable. Yeah, that's what I was oh, wondering. My, oh, God, but she was so. I, I think it added to her madness in that scene too, when she just starts cackling crazy. Like I think she was just so out of it, anyways. It's like, oh, that just added to her. her, her yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, Sometimes yeah. those things work out for the best. Oh yeah, it's, for, that, it, that, that's a lot, that's one of those things that a lot of people are confused about. They don't realize it's a wraparound. It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the whole movie is basically you know a, a flashback. 
right. to the previous year. Yeah. So, so yeah, this this, this really takes place a year later than the events. It's, and actually, that's really the real plot of the film too. Is it's, it's kind of like the uh, the Killing Joke type of plot, where it's all about how you know the story of how some person, a perfectly normal sane person, can have a really bad day, mm-hmm. yeah, and it drives them to lunacy. Yeah. For um, you just see uh, Victoria's listeners. really bad day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For our listeners, um, spoiler alerts, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> to clarify that. There's, there's some of that. Yeah. Oops. Uh, no, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I imagine if they're going to listen to the Art the Clown They probably have already then, seen this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> um. <laughs> So us about Ronald McDonald, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what can you? I mean, you've told us some, but um, what can you tell mm-hmm. us about the next film, Terrifier Two? Oh boy, I, I think we basically took the first film and dialed it up to eleven. It's just okay. Everything's bigger. Is and we've improved on a lot of things too. It's just uh, we were just I was just with Damien for lunch today and. We're talking to our, our, the guys doing the color correction for the film and comparing the two films. And he's like, Oh, everything's just totally different in this one. So everything's like been improved. And like, and we, and that's something Damien intentionally did, especially with, you know, the story one, uh, storyline and the characters in this. He, he really, cause that, that's one thing he's always kind of felt bad about in the first film is like he really didn't, ex, you know, flesh out Victoria as much as he wanted to. Mm-hmm. It's like you got more fleshed out, you know, version of Terror than he did Victoria when Victoria was actually the final girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he wanted with this final girl that we have in um, part two, Sienna. He this is a character he's wanted to bring from, to life since before he even came up with the art. It's a character he's had in his mind, and so he's finally doing that. And so he's, it, I would say, this film is both equally hers as as it is art's film. It's oh. it's so it's like, you know, you're seeing the the Batman did arts Joker's story coming into fruition here. And so we're setting her up in a lot of ways with her and her family. And it's not like your perfect American family, which you usually see in these type of movies and stuff like that. There's a lot of, you know, drama there. And you, you see her become the hero that she's supposed to be in this film. And it's really cool. She's a badass character. I freaking love her. I, I I, I, she's very Ellen Ripley, Sydney Prescott in a lot of ways. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, some little, little bit of Laurie Strode too, but you know, it's just like she, she's a cool character, and I, and I can't wait for people to see her. And we got some other characters, and there's one character in particular we haven't even shown anybody yet. Oh. And I think <laughs> this character's gonna freak people out, and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> There's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of questions about this character because, like we we don't like to treat our audience like they're stupid either. So we don't like to just pound people in the head with you know exposition and explain everything. Yeah. We like to like people make their own inferences about things, and so we kind of do this a lot with this character. So I know there's gonna be a lot of questions about this character, but I think people are gonna enjoy this character a lot too. So I'm excited about that and. The kills, oh my god, the kills in this one. <laughs> it's just, oh my god, it's like Damien went crazy with the kills, and in <laughs> a lot of ways, I because we we took that as a challenge, like okay, how are we gonna 
top the the hacksaw scene was like well yeah. you know we don't know if we'll actually be able to beat that in shock value because you know people that was a new type of kill for people you know people are so used to these you know sugar-coated you know safe kills that you usually see in slashers for the past 20 years and so yeah this was so in your face with the gore and all that and it's uh-huh. like so but we took that as a challenge and ah boy <laughs> it's <laughs> In in some ways, because you know we we were filming during the pandemic, and then the pandemic shut us down for a little bit, and, and we're so cl- we had like two more kill scenes to do, especially like the big huge kill scene that happens halfway through the film. We still hadn't filmed yet. We started filming it, mm. and we we what we had already started to film. I mean, we we had one of our tech guys, uh, crew guys, that was a huge horror fan, and he had excused himself from set one night because he was just getting nauseous. And that was just oh, wow. the start of the kill. <laughs> and this is the original version we had it. And like, oh, wow, we're on this. But like, we looked at the whole pandemic and we're like, okay, we're, we're, we have all this downtime. Damon's like, well, you know, I'm not going to just sit here on my butt the whole entire time. I'm going to go back to the drawing board and really, you know, flesh out these two kills that we have to film still. It's like, I have more time now to make all the prosthetics. So it's like, I'm just going to go back to the drawing board and make these even bigger. Wow. And so this this kill that you know both kills took us several days to film, but the, the like the, the, the it was like the kill that starts the movie because we want you know you want to start it off with a bang. So yeah. that that kills something else too. I mean, I think we would get an NC seventeen rating just for that kill. But um, <laughs> this kill that happens, you know, about halfway through the movie, it kind of like how the hacksaw scene was halfway through the movie. It's just like it's one of those type of kills. There's like, oh my god. <laughs> It it took us, it was originally supposed to take us just two days to film it, and it took us about a week to film this because it's just so prosthetic heavy. It's basically Dang. five, six minutes of art just going to town on somebody. Oh my gosh. Just, <laughs> wow. You're just going to sit there just like, dude, stop. <laughs> just stop, man. It's just... We, we've shown it to some people in the horror world, and like one person that does a lot of uh, interviews at the um, a lot of the conventions and stuff like that, and she started crying tears of happiness while we're she's watching <laughs> this. She's like, "Oh my god, you guys have you guys have made something here that you know it's going to really resonate with people." It's like this is so disturbing, but in a good way. It's like this is wow, and, and the way it's edited too. It's it's Damien's done some great things where it's like you're not just being inundated with horrible stuff for five minutes he, he gives you your chances to breathe and you okay. might laugh here and there yeah. but it's, it's 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 so well done i'm so we're so thrilled with this scene and then it, basically everything from the movie from then on out is just batshit crazy anyway it's like the last third of this film is just it doesn't stop is it once it it gets to this one location in the film it just unrelenting from then on out for about 30 minutes so you just you're not going to want to go to the bathroom for a while <laughs> like, okay or you might need to now. <laughs> yeah yeah that is possible <laughs> it's 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 we're so excited yeah wow it's just i, I think damien really just outdid himself in all regards you you know the the practical effects he went nuts with you know just the writing everything is just everything is just improved on in this film, and I, I'm, I, I hate that it's been taking so long to get out, but it's because Damien wants to get this as 
polished as he can get it. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to release something that's rushed or anything like that. So it's just yeah. like this is this is something is is a passion project of his, and he is mm-hmm. he is involved in every aspect of it. So it's. It's going to be well, well worth the wait, I think, for people. It's, it, I, I think, I hope, I hope, I hope we're going to be bringing a new freshness to this genre and we're going to be giving this genre a, a swift kick in the butt that it needs right now to get it back on track instead of this mm. cookie cutter, just boring, tame slashers that have been coming out recently. It's like, uh, yeah, we, we need to bring back the edginess. We need to push that on keep pushing that envelope because that's what horror is supposed to do is push that on yeah. you don't play it safe yeah, with horror exactly. that's the last genre comedy and horror you do not need to play it safe you always need to be taking mm-hmm. risk and trying new things and going to new places with it and so that's what we hope we're doing here okay knock nice. on wood <laughs> can't wait for that to come out so um oh, yeah. posted early 2022 we don't know we don't have a like a month Yet, no, we don't have that yet because, like, we're, we're doing our final edits, you know, with the color correction and all uh, that. And once we have that, yeah. that's when he's going to start shopping around to distribution. We already have some people chomping at the bit for nice. us. I mean, we, we have first refusal right now, of course, with Epic, but you know, who knows? It's like we, it's, it's, we're in a much better place than we were trying to shop around part one. So it's kind of oh, yeah, good. Sure, yeah. There's already that yeah. demand out there. <laughs> people want this film. So that's, that's good. And so we, we want to release it in the best way possible for the public. You know, it's like we know the content is, is pretty, it's a, it's a very hard R rating, if not NC-17. Yeah. So it's just like, if it can be released in theaters, that would be ideal. We would love that because it's one of those films you definitely need to see with a big audience. Yeah. Yeah. Just for that, yeah, that, that, that experience. But, oh, my you know, gosh. Love to see theaters. <laughs> oh, my God. We, well, we did like a, a four minute preview of just a small scene in it, it, Texas Frightmare a few months ago. And that was just fantastic. It's like, that's why Damon and I were like, we have to put this in front of an audience because just that, just that scene. And there wasn't really anything big that happened in that scene, but that we, people were screaming, people were laughing, people were, you know, all the reactions were just there that you need for that. It's like those, that, that shared experience that you have in a theater. That's, that's with horror films that I always love. And I'm like, ah, this is why it needs to be seen with an audience. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Even if it's, you know, very limited or, um, mm-hmm. you know, something like that, I'm, I'm sure yeah. fans will travel to go, to go oh, see yeah. in the theater. So oh, yeah. we'll, yeah. we'll figure something out there. It's like, yeah. I mean, even if we have to do what like Kevin Smith did with the Jay and Silent Bob movie recently, where he did just the tour yeah, just around the United, United States, city to city, do a road yeah. show. Yeah. Hell, that'd why be, not? That'd be really cool. Yeah. yeah. A little tour. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So, is this one taking place on Halloween as well? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. It takes so, place a year later after okay. the, the events of the first film. So, really, when you're when you're seeing the, all that stuff happening with Victoria, yeah, that with with her with uh in the TV studio, that happens the uh, same day as this movie. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. So I was uh, a little worried we were gonna have to wait all the way until October again. Uh, to see it, but oh, okay. No. Hopefully, we won't have to yeah. wait that long. <laughs> and we, like I said, we want to release this thing as soon as possible. We're so yeah. tired of sitting here and mm-hmm. sitting on it because it's like we can't wait for people to see it. Yeah. I, I yeah, I can't wait to see it in its full <laughs> capacity. Yeah. It's just like oh, it's just exciting. It's just we 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 just can't 
wait to you know release this beast on the public. Yeah, yeah, really looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah people are gonna be like Halloween Kills. What? Right. What was that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hold my beer, Michael. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and that one, that one got a lot of reception for uh, you know the kills. It was brutal. Oh, I know. Yeah. I think that's people so funny. Like, brutal, oh, you think bro? that's brutal? <laughs> oh, 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 honey, child, please. <laughs> yeah, we will. We'll see what Art has up his sleeve yeah. for uh, for yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right cool well really looking forward to that um did you uh have anything else you wanted to let us know about whether it be about art or any other projects that you have going yeah. on yeah i've been working on a another film with a lot of the terrifier team uh called stream okay and it's it's not screen but stream like you stream something online uh-huh. Yeah, and it's we have a lot of horror legends this movie as well from like you know Jeffrey Combs, D. Wallace, Daniel Harris, Tony Todd, wow. oh wow, you know, Terry Alexander, wow. all these great horror <laughs> legends in this film, and it's just it's been awesome being on set with them, and it's just like I I almost feel like I don't deserve to be there. I'm like <laughs> you you guys are my childhood, you have like shaped my life, yeah. and. I get to share screen time with y'all. That's amazing. So it's just like it's it's going to be a fun film, and it's something we're we're hoping is going to be a trilogy as well. At least it's you know definitely franchise material. We have a lot of fun ideas for this franchise. So we're we're almost wrapped on that as well. So we're they're just finishing up an Indiegogo campaign for it. Okay, because awesome. they like they they want to put an extra kill in there. Okay. So yeah, so they're trying to raise and a little bit more for it, and yeah, they they just uh, recently announced they added uh, Damon Maffei from you know Strangers to Pray at Night and you know Haunt and you know all those wow. movies. So it's like he's he's got a fun little role in there now too. So I'm like, uh, it's it's kind of like you know an Expendables horror film in a lot of ways, <laughs> where it's like yeah. Everybody pops in from everyone there, and oh yeah, yeah, it's it's just nuts, and and we all had so much fun filming together because like we filmed in this um hotel in uh, uh, Gettysburg earlier this year, and Uh we just basically quarantined ourselves in this hotel for about a month and a half and made a movie, and it was just it was kind of cool. We just all hung out together. We'd be done for the day, and then we're all just partying all night, and it's just like this is nuts. <laughs> man okay that's that's exciting yeah. so i just looked yeah. it up here on uh, imdb i'm gonna read the uh synopsis the plot that we have right now for it mm-hmm. um okay so here it is when roy and elaine keenan realize their family is drifting apart they decide that something needs to be done roy forces his work to take a back seat and they seize the opportunity to recreate a vacation from their past a peaceful stay in a quaint hotel is just what they need However, that is not what is in store for what is in store for them. With four deranged murderers patrolling the seemingly mundane halls, the odds are definitely not in the Keenan family's favor. Roy must fight mm-hmm. for his life and those of his family as their simple weekend getaway truly turns into a vacation to die for. Wow. All right. That's quite a paragraph. Though. Yeah, yeah. IMDB oh, yeah. really went for it. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I played one of the killers. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of yeah. figured. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm guessing you're not a clown, though? Or are you going to be no, a clown? No, no. Oh, okay. No, I'm not a clown in this, <laughs> but cool there, there's there's some similarities between him and Mart, though. He's he's another silent character, too, and he, okay. he's got mm-hmm. some, you know, not clownish antics, but he's he's very theatrical. 
Okay. So I, I had a lot of fun with this character as well. Yeah, I see your uh, nice. player two is your yes, uh, yeah, your character name. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. We got some gnarly kills. Damien does the practical effects for it, so there's nice. some pretty gruesome deaths in this as well. Cool. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. Damien does a lot of the prosthetics and practical effects himself. Yeah, he yeah. does. All right. Yeah, great. He's a talented man. Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Well, uh, Joel, do you have any other questions you want to ask? Art. Um, covered most. Um, like most of. Would you want to see Terrifier become like a franchise? <laughs> Could oh god! Yes, doing this character another like five or six times. <laughs> oh, like as, as long as we can come up with fun ideas for him, of course. Yeah, I mean he's such a fun yeah. character. Yeah, I mean it's like I am definitely not nearly done playing him yet. I'm like, it, there's there's so yeah. many so many possibilities for this character. He's 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 not one of those characters that's going to get dull very easily. Yeah, yeah, no, not not at all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hopefully. Uh... That will be the case. Um, I think art can be uh, one of the icons for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, Thank you. with Thank the franchises. You. I mean, right now, I, mean, I guess technically art was in a previous film, All Hallows Eve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to count that. <laughs> he's terrible. Well, it's not. It's, yeah, it's it's not. It, that was kind of like I kind of look at All Hallows Eve being like a proof of concept type of film, right? Because it's not. Uh-huh. It's not in the same universe. It's like it's terrified. It's its own thing. Yes. Yeah. People, definitely. People yeah, ask exactly. us if the movie's connected. They're not connected at all. No. No. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. So, um, anybody listening, if you haven't seen Terrifier. We probably spoiled the whole movie, but go ahead yeah. and uh, <laughs> still watch it. Anyway. <laughs> go ahead and watch oh, yeah. it. Uh, it, but be prepared. It is very brutal. Um, very, yes. very much a hard R rating. Um, and look out for the next one, Terrifier Two, sometime early next year. And even yes, those yes, first yes. couple of kills, like it doesn't, you don't see them die at the mm-hmm. at the diner, but the effects, yeah. The, um, seeing them as just hollowed out like it it was it, it's an intense um <laughs> dead Ooh, scene yeah. there too so. <laughs> and, and and we did the jack-o'-lantern head before halloween did it so like, oh yeah, true so, yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> yeah copycat i remember thinking that when i watched uh halloween 2018 i remember thinking yeah huh, that looks familiar <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, not quite right and <laughs> and when you see that and then when you see art chop the uh like the other guy's hand off and blood just splatters all over mm-hmm. it's like okay you know what you're getting into now this is yeah. Yeah. this is not gonna be a tame horror film <laughs> oh no no and that, that was a one one shot we had with that hand too we only yeah. had one hand and i only had one shot at it. i'm like okay no pressure no pressure yeah and it, it worked perfectly that was so much fun to do i was like because yeah. <laughs> I, I used a real knife for that too so i was like boom yeah cut it right cut it through off thing. oh yeah oh yeah it worked well all I right badass <laughs> <laughs> all right well david i know you got to get going so we're gonna um we're gonna end here um we will uh catch up with you later maybe once the film is out and kind of get uh yeah. you know your uh input on you know how it how it came to be or, or you oh, know how yeah. it finalized and 
Yeah. Oh, there's going to be so much to talk about. Yeah, I bet. I bet. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll hook up with you later. And um, sounds good. Anyways, have a good rest of your day. Thank you very much, yeah. and thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. All right. Yeah, it was a lot of fun for sure. <laughs> so this has been our interview with Art the Clown himself, David Howard Thornton, and this has been Scare Time. Sleep tight. Don't let art bite. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having that. Awesome. <laughs>